Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical. Medical plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Eleven to one with Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kings Court. Visit our showrooms or check out our new website, Gilmore's.ie, to see the amazing two-to-one range of Mercedes-Benz cars or our huge selection of used Mercedes-Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kings Court, the best in motoring here for you. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. This is LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. Good morning. You can get in touch with me on WhatsApp and text. They're open now. 086-1800-658. Lots to get through on the programme. Let's kick things off with Blondie. Or another kicking us off this morning. Sinead Brazel here with you. Good morning. Oh, I can't do it. I can't be upbeat. I can't. I'm put out this morning. Between just everything that's going on, I'm annoyed now this morning. You know what I mean? The rise of living, the cost of living, inflation costs, turf wars, and now this. I've come across something that's just going to... Oh, it's made my blood boil this morning with everything, all the negativity that's going on in the world. Now this. Just brace yourself for this bad news that I'm going to impart upon you. I think fans of chocolate are going to be even more outraged by what I have to say this morning. Because fans of Mars, Milky Way, specifically the Milky Way Crispy Rolls. I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news on top of everything that you're going through in, at the moment. But uh, the chocolate treat has been discontinued. I know. Took me a while, you know what I mean, to get my head round it. But uh, this popular bar with the crispy biscuit centre, whipped topping and milk chocolate coating. It's going to be no more. It's, you know, currently in a galaxy far, far away, I would say, at this point. You know what I mean? I Like, what is somebody going to... What, what next will they take from us? You know? If they're now attacking chocolate, I mean, seriously, people. Uh, of course, Twitter, the Twitterati, they have been out and forced to express their discontent at this. Oh yeah, they're going mad over this. The love for Milky Way crispy rolls has been out of this world, they say, say spokespeople. Uh, they've taken note. So why are you discontinuing it? Come on now, you're playing with our emotions here. You're you're playing with fire, taking beloved chocolate away from us. And I know some of you people there might be thinking, what's she on about? You're like, isn't she a celiac? Yes. Yes, I can't even eat this treat. <laughs> but in some galaxy far, far away, somebody is concocting, you know what I mean? A cure for celiac disease and I'll be able to enjoy these, you know. Um, yeah, apparently this is <laughs> all over Twitter today. The crispy roll has vanished from our lives now. They're, they're just getting rid of it. And this is what they do, don't they, chocolate companies? 
to sort of, you know, just they, they kick us when, they, when we're down. With everything else that's going on now, they're taking chocolate away. But it did get me thinking about all of the other, you know, really nice chocolate bars that they've discontinued over the years and haven't brought back, even though they've promised that they would. And I've come up with a bit of a list here. The number one on the list, the Cadbury Snowflake. I know, yeah. A little bit of risky cousin of the flake, you may say. Uh, but it was really nice. Uh, eating a flake bar is less about consuming chocolate and more about preventing it from crumbling all over your clothes. I challenge anyone to eat a flake without destroying themselves. But uh, the snowflake, you know what I mean? That sort of had a little bit more to it. It had a little sophistication in the middle, you know, a bit of milk chocolate spin inside in it, uh, which was lovely. Or the white chocolate spin, I should say. Yeah. And they decided to just get rid of that. That was that gone. Also, kind of a, a nice cousin to the to the crispy roll of the Milky Way. A Mars Delight, a more sophisticated older cousin was the Mars Delight. You know what I mean? They were gorgeous and you got like double the value there because there was two little bits, wasn't there, in that? Again, gone. Vanished from our lives. I have a few more here on the list. <laughs> what do you make of this? You know when they discontinue chocolate that you like? Is there any that you that you miss that you'd love if they brought it back again? Let me know on 086-1800-658. Are you a fan of the Milky Way Crispy Rolls? Well, they're gone now. I'm sorry. I know. It's graceful behaviour altogether. Let me know how you feel about all this. 086-1800-658. I'm nothing but about bringing the important news of the day to you on this show. That is for sure. LMFM. Bring me a higher love. Oh. There is no higher love than that between yourself and a bar of chocolate. Really, that's what Whitney Houston was singing about, I feel, in that song, you know? Chocolate, it is one of life's most amazing pleasures and they are taking away the Milky Way crispy roll from us. And we're not happy. We're not happy. And uh, we're talking about the chocolate bars that are discontinued. You're getting in touch on 086-1800-658. This is bringing me back now. A good few people have messaged in about this one. And it is the perfect bar that needs to be brought back. And I am willing to be at the forefront of this campaign. I really am, if you're all with me on this one. Sinead, what about the Taz bar? What a delectable treat. Chocolate caramel in a nice size. Not too big, not too small. Just 20p. What more could you ask for, Sonia? In Mead. Sinead, Crispy Rolls is one bar I can't abide, but would love if they brought back the Taz bar. So somebody else as well. Yes. Little fun say they don't have it anymore, do they? They had the it's a Freddo, it's a Freddo. Freddo has taken over Taz's thunder, and they have a li- oh listen, it's not it's a, it doesn't compare because I remember when you used to bite in the top off a Taz bar, and the chocolate would and the caramel would just like gush out of it pretty much. I don't know the Freddo is a poor example of a Taz. We need the Taz bar back. Loving that one, uh, Sinead. What about the Fuse bars? Used to love them. Gorgeous, says Stephen. The Fuse Bars, were they kind of like a bit of a mix of a Moro and a Tiffin Bar? Could they, do they have raisins and stuff like that in it? Listen, raisins and fruit don't belong in chocolate, okay? Come on now. Let's be honest. Fruit and chocolate, no, no, not for me. What are, your, what are your opinions on this? What bar would you love to bring back? How do you feel about them getting rid of the, the Milky Way crispy rolls? Let us know on 086 658 
you know, I just I don't think I can go on if they start taking chocolate away from us. What's next? What is next if they're starting taking chocolate away from us? Speaking of chocolate, uh, I do have, well, this is kind of related to chocolate. If you remember Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We all remember Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and his golden ticket. Well, I have a golden ticket up for grabs. It is all to do with the Drogheda Arts Festival. It's a great competition. I'm going to tell you all about it after these. 11 to 1. At Centra. <laughs> Getting the message in on 086 1800 658 from Helen and Trim. Sinead, you're at it again, making me crave chocolate. Bang goes the diet again, says Helen and Trim. Helen, look at you know, t- today of all days, forget about diets. Do you know what I mean? you got to eat all the crispy rolls you can find before they get rid of them off the shelves. That's what I'm saying, you know? Like, really, I think you need to do your civic duty now at this stage to society and just, you know, step up to the plate and just do it because there's no time for diets. There really isn't. Keep your messages coming in. What is the chocolate bar that you would love to bring back? 86 658 Here smiles. Smiles, love grows on LMFM's 11 to 1. Now we are excited this week because the Arts Festival is back in Drogheda. Yeah, it's back for the Maybank Holiday Weekend, April 28th to May 2nd, with a variety of events including music, spoken word, theatre, literature, circus spectacle, street and family shows and workshops and so much more. All of the details can be found drahadaartsfestival.ie And I have a golden ticket. Yes, a golden ticket, okay, entitles each winner to attend as many events as you would like with a friend. I mean... What a great prize that is. So for a bit of crack, we did this yesterday. Great singing. Great singing. Coming in on 086 1800 658. I started thinking about golden tickets and I remembered Willy Wonka and this song. Because I've got a golden ticket. It's ours, Charlie. I've got a golden sun up in the sky. Lovely. I want you to sing the line. I want a golden ticket. Send me a voice note on WhatsApp. Just hold down the recording. You can sing it or say it. I don't mind if you want to say it. You know, if you want to say, give me the golden ticket, Sinead, on 086 1800 658. 086 1800 658. If you'd like to win, and don't forget all of the details, drawhadaartsfestival.ie. Simple as that. I want the golden ticket. I would love some singing because there was some great singing yesterday. Keep them coming in. 086 1800 658. Now, here's another person singing about the love of chocolate. This is what this song is about. It's Sinead O'Connor. How many of you imagine Sinead O'Connor now singing this about chocolate? Nothing compares. You know what I mean? Everything else pales into insignificance when you're talking about chocolate. There she is, Sinead O'Connor. Nothing compares. 
getting a message in about our first guest, which is really, really nice. We're going to be chatting to actor Evan O'Connor very shortly. Uh, somebody messaging in about Redemption. Sinead, I've been watching Redemption for the last two weeks and loving it, especially love the actress playing the police officer from Liverpool, my new guilty pleasure. Yes, it is a fantastic uh, drama series that has started on Virgin Media. It started on uh, the 18th of April and it's a six-part drama series centering on this Liverpool-based uh, detective Colette Cunningham who learns that her estranged daughter Kate has died suddenly. Now Colette is the named guardian of her teenage children Cara and Liam. Evan O'Connor plays Liam and uh, she wants to know more about her daughter and what happened and why she disappeared and all this kind of stuff. So here's a little teaser of the trailer for you if you've missed Redemption. It's on uh, Virgin Media. I needed to come to Dublin to identify a body. I haven't seen my daughter for 20 years. Tell me who's in charge here. That would be Detective Sergeant Jane Connolly. It seems that your chief spoke to my chief and you're to join us for the next six months. I don't think Stacey killed herself. I don't want any conflict here. I agree. There's nothing to investigate unless you have evidence. I'm trying to get to the truth. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Virgin Media One on a Monday at 9pm. We're going to be chatting to Evan O'Connor who plays Liam in the series just after these. 11 to 1. Yes, it's a gripping new series started on Virgin Media One on Monday nights called Redemption. It's filmed in Ireland with a leading Irish cast. It's a new six-part crime drama series centering around Liverpool-based DI Colette Cunningham, who learns that her estranged daughter Kate has died suddenly, and now Colette has been named guardian of her children Cara and Liam. And also, she learns that her daughter's name is now Stacy. Curious to know more about her daughter's secret life, she starts investigating, but things don't add up in terms of her disappearance. Joining me now to tell us more about the series and his role in it is Evan O'Connor. He's playing Kate's son, Liam, in Redemption. How are you doing, Evan? Hi, Sinead. Uh, thanks so much for having me on. Oh, it's great to have you. And Evan, we have a fan club here on 086 <laughs> because I have a message here for you. Evan O'Connor, brilliant up-and-coming young talent and exciting prospect for the future. That's a really nice message to get. That's lovely. <laughs> and you know what? That is so true because I remember seeing you in Dating Amber, a brilliant Irish film. You played one of the lead characters, annoying little brother yeah. in that. Yeah. Uh, although kind of a, a small part, you definitely grabbed attention in that role was that sort of your first big break that that movie yeah dating amber was the, the first production i'd ever been on um it, it was it was really great to to finally uh do something uh, in the acting industry it was it was a great experience fantastic so that was your first ever role that's brilliant to kind of go on to set and get this kind of you know great opportunity and as i mentioned you you, you perform so well in it now you're performing in a redemption this is much more of a, a a bigger role for you um i've given a brief outline of the plot there but tell us more because this is a really sort of gripping crime thriller yes yeah redemption is a it, it's a it's a gripping crime thriller like you said it's it's story of redemption um in in Colette. As she as she tries to figure out about her daughter's life and and why she changed her name and and, and what really happened to her, you know. Yeah, because they are estranged, and you kind of get like insights into that a little bit. And her daughter left left home quite young, and she goes off and she changes her name. So so Colette's finding out all of this information about her, and also the fact that she has two teenagers. So you and your sister Cara arrive into her life. Yeah. She she has no idea about about her daughter's two kids. She's no idea anything about them, anything about her life, and they just show up, and she and she has to look after them. They've got nobody. 
And and tell us a little bit about Liam now, because, you know, Liam is, is a guy, obviously, who's just lost his mum in a really horrific way. Tell us a little bit more about your character. What's going on with him? Liam, he's just, he's just, an, he's just a kid. He's just, he's just a normal kid. He's just, he's trying to make sense of, of, of the world around him. And then, and then this awful things happen, this awful thing happens to him with his mother. And he's just, he's just trying to, he's just trying to stay strong for Cara. And he's just, he's just trying to cope with it. He's just a normal kid. He, wants to have fun but he, he just wants to cope with the loss and, uh, and something awful you know absolutely and was this the, you know you mentioned there dating amber but was this your first sort of tv acting performance yeah this was this was my first ever tv acting role a uh, proper role like and and what's what's it been like like it, did it take long to film did you kind of have to are you still at school by the way or college or how did you juggle all of that with the with the acting as well it was filmed uh, for when when I was on set a lot of it I was actually I, I was in third year at the time um and it was all filmed during the pandemic okay. so I actually I actually had a lot of time off of school around that time so I, I was able to film and without missing all too much school and I was able to study and all that it wasn't it wasn't too bad but we were filming during the pandemic and that was that was a little bit hard but we, we got through and it was it was a lot of fun and filming did take quite a while, but I wasn't. It was it was a lot of fun. It was a great experience. And and in terms of yourself, you know, you're you're. Are you doing the leave insert now, or what stage are you at in school? Uh, I'm in TY at the moment. Oh, grand, so. Evan! That's grand. So then yeah. you've got a lot of time then to to kind of be thinking about the acting. So you're juggling school life and the acting, and you know, how's that going for you? Are you a little bit of a, a celebrity in school now? People seeing you on television and in films and all the rest of it. Yeah, people do come up to me. <laughs> And ask me if, if they, are you the fellow who was in the film? And I and I do go, oh yeah, it was me. <laughs> and my teachers do be talking about it the whole time. Fantastic. So is this sort of you know where you want to go in terms of career, or is it just something that you're enjoying and and see what what happens with it? Definitely, I, I do. I do want to make a career out of doing this because it's something I love. It's something I'm very passionate about. It. I, I definitely would like to make a career out of it. Definitely. And and in terms of your, your journey into acting then, so what happened? Did you sort of take lessons when you were much younger or how did you get into it? When I was in, when I was young, I, I did a school play and I remember my teacher said to me, Mom, she said, you may put that child in acting classes, she said wow. to him. And, and, I, and, I, and, I, and then my mother started sending me to these acting classes and then I just started doing auditions and then that's just, that's kind of just how it started. <laughs> fantastic. So this teacher saw some potential in you and off you went into the acting career. That's fantastic. She must be so uh, proud, this particular teacher now, to see what you're getting up to because, I mean, this series, not only is it extremely gripping storyline, but you're part of an amazing cast. I mean, you've got people like Siobhan McSweeney, Mo Dunford, Paula McAllexonson uh, in there as well. What has it been like uh, acting opposite these guys? Oh, it was amazing! It was an it was a great honor to work with such with such professional, amazing actors. It was amazing to meet them and talk to them, and just and just, and just work with them. They were so amazing and, and they were so thoughtful. They were they, they told me a lot because I didn't know all too much, but they they explained how things worked to me, and it was it was it was very it was a very good experience. I'll never forget. I'll tell you that. That's brilliant that they sort of took you under the wing. So, you know, we've seen the two episodes so far. The series continues on Monday. Is there anything that you can... Now, not too much spoilers, Evan, but is there anything yeah. that you can give us for Monday about what we might expect in the next episode? Well, 
I would say to expect some twists tonight. Okay. I do love a twist, you see. And then when you're watching it, you know, you're kind of going, that's the thing, you don't want it spoiled, don't you not? You want to be surprised by it. So what's next for you, Evan? You've got this series, You've, as I mentioned, you've got Dating Amber, you know, what's the next step? Are you waiting on a role or are you auditioning for anything at the moment? Um, I, I've been doing a lot of auditions lately, but no work lined up. No work lined up just yet. But listen, after people see you in Redemption, I, I suspect phones will be ringing, Evan. I really do. Listen, it's been a really lovely chat with you. Thank you so, so much for joining us. I wish you continued success with your career. Thanks a million for joining me on the show today. Oh yeah, thank, thank you, Sinead. It was brilliant. Thanks for having me on. Thanks a million. Evan O'Connor, what a lovely guy. He's starring in Redemption. It's on Virgin Media 1, Monday nights at 9pm. If you've missed the start of it, you can get it on the player. Don't worry, and you can catch up with it. Uh, but the next episode, next Monday at 9pm uh, on Virgin Media 1. 11 to 1. Messages about chocolate and chocolate that we wished came back onto the shelves uh, very, very shortly. But first, it's time to go back in time, back to the year 2011. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 on this day, Barack Obama releases his official birth certificate in response to persistent rumours that he wasn't born in the US. Speaking in a news conference, the president said officials in Hawaii have confirmed the authenticity of his birth cert. Also on this day, this date will be forever implanted in the memories of people from Alabama for all the wrong reasons. It was an exceptionally dark day that brought one of the worst weather days in the state's history. The 2011 super outbreak uh, tornadoes uh, spanned four days and impacted 26 states, but Alabama Alabama was the hardest hit by far. And today is Morse Code Day. We've heard the sound in movies, both old and new. It finds its way into horror movies and lots of different types of genres of movies. But it served as the foundation for a new era of communication. The Morse Code, of course. So Morse Code Day celebrates this amazing, concise, powerful and influential way of transmitting information and the history of how it changed the world. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda and Dundalk showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. We are talking about chocolate bars. We are disgusted that the Milky Bar Crispy Roll is being taken from us. Messages coming in and we were asking, you know, what other bars are chocolate or things that have they just discontinued? You know what I mean? As if we've enough, not enough to be dealing with. Uh, this is coming in from Maggie. Sinead, long before your time, there was two and two. Oh, she says, I think Raintree made it. Dark chocolate with the most amazing fondant inside. I can still taste it. Don't know what the two and two is. No, I've no idea what that is. Uh, but thank you so much for that. Uh, on 0861800658. Bring back the smiley, says another message. Oh, again, I don't know what the smiley is. I forget, was that something else? Different to like a curly whirly? Was it kind of in that vein or what was the smiley? I don't remember that one. Uh, do keep them coming in though. 0861800658. Touchdown says another one. That's another one now. See if you had a 50p, like an old Irish 50p, a Taz bar and a touchdown. Ah, sorted. Absolutely, I would agree. Bringing them back. Big t- chunky bar with kind of wafer in it. Really nice. Keep them coming in. 086-1800-658. And so our music about chocolate continues. Here's Gotcha. Somebody that I used to know. Yeah, Milky Bar. Crispy Rolls. You're just somebody that we used to know. You know what I mean? Erased. 
gone from our lives just like that <sighs> dreadful People getting in touch with chocolate bars. Uh, fantastic. I'll get back to those after 12 news. News is approaching. And after that, Aslan are celebrating 40 years. So we had a chat with the man himself, Christy Dignam, a couple of weeks ago. We'll bring you that chat after 12 news. 11 to 1. On air, online, on your smart speaker, this is LMFM. Sinead Brazel here with you till one. And that was Little Mix with the happiest breakup song ever. I love it. Gets you bopping around the place. Now, speaking of breakups, we're breaking up with Milky Way Crispy Rolls. It's all over the news this morning. I mean, you know, we've enough to be dealing with, don't we? Without them cancelling chocolate. And I asked you, you know, what bars from yesteryear or even not that long ago that you just miss that they took from the shelves, they swiped it from you, like taking chocolate from a baby. (laughs) And, you know, you'd love to have it back. And they're coming in on 086-1800-658. David, regular listener to the show. Thank you so much, David. He says, good morning, Sinead. A United Bar, just biscuit. You were too young to remember that. So, during the 12 News, I had a little Google and I came across this that might just bring you back down memory lane, David. It's only the chocolate bar that you're talking about. The ad for it back in 1979. I'm going to see United with the Offside family. Aye, lad, we go every week. Will there be a big crowd? Oh, aye, very popular is United. Chocolate flavoured, coated biscuit and candy crisp. There we are, lad. Some spectacle, hey? I thought we were going to see football. Football, lad? No, Matt is United. Matt is United. <laughs> it's a great ad. Absolutely brilliant ad. And it does look like a nice, tasty chocolate bar that you'd have with your cup of tea. Love it, David. Thank you so much for sending that in. Somebody else says, Sinead, what about the timeout? Now, the timeout, I think it is still around, is it not? But I think it's called something else, is it? Time up or something? I don't know. I don't know what it's called or just the time bar or something. It is still there, I think, the time out. But I think it's not as, um, I don't think you have two fingers in it. I think it's like just one big sort of chunky bar. I don't know. The word is out on the time out. I'm not sure what the crack is with that one. Somebody let me know on 86 658 Somebody says, a Kit Kat, but it was like the Mars Delight but it wasn't with the two fingers of the Kit Kat. It was different. They can't think of the name of it. Not sure what that one is. It was like the Mars Delight. Okay, I don't know. I'm not sure about that one. Uh, do you keep them coming in? I was asking, what is a smiley? A smiley bar. Someone said, bring back the smiley. And I was like, I don't know what the smiley is. Uh, so somebody, I think this is, who is this? Derek. How are you, Derek? Also regularly listen to the show. He says, Sinead, Smiley was like a chomp, only orange, and it was also 10p. Was the chocolate orange in it or the wrapper orange? But uh, yeah, don't remember the Smiley, but do uh, keep those lovely memories coming in. We're talking about chocolate bars that you'd love to bring back because they're taking the Milky Way crispy rolls. They're taking them away from us. 086-1800-658. Time to check in with the world of celebrity. The Buzz on LMFM with the Crown Plaza Dundalk featuring Ireland's tallest work of art rooftop restaurant, bistro bar and conference rooms wedding and banqueting for up to 400 people thecrownplazadundalk.ie has it all 
Hi, I'm Louise. The Essex Serpent is out on Apple TV Plus next month. The show follows a widow who investigates reports of a mythical serpent. It stars Claire Danes as Cora Seaborn. She says the days on set were a thrill. It was a fantastic team. Um, we all happen to be female and share very similar values. And, and I we tried our darndest to um, articulate them together uh, creatively. Whitmore says she hates that she used to judge the contestants on Love Island before getting to know them. Speaking on the Thanks a Million podcast, the presenter from Bray said she now tries to understand the facts before making a judgment of things like news headlines. The presenter hosts the popular reality dating show, which returns to screens this summer. Downton Abbey star Jim Carter says making the new film under COVID protocols was a nightmare for producers. The actor who plays the butler, Carson, was among the cast members who went to the south of France to shoot some of the story. Downton Abbey, A New Era, is out on cinemas on Friday and he says everyone worked hard to make sure filming didn't get interrupted. It was a murder for the producers, you know, and, and I think there was something like 12,000 lateral flow tests and, uh, and only one positive or something like that. So, so we did... We, you know, we locked ourselves down pretty strictly because we didn't want to endanger the project. That's The Buzz. I'm Louise. (laughs) The Buzz on LMFM with the Crown Plaza Dundalk. Featuring Ireland's tallest work of art. Rooftop restaurant, bistro bar and conference rooms. Wedding and banqueting for up to 400 people. The Crown Plaza Dundalk.ie has it all. It's competition time. We're talking about the Droida Arts Festival. It is back for the Maybank Holiday Weekend, April 28th to May 2nd. And we've a golden ticket up for grabs. What yeah. an amazing thing. Because mm. I've got a golden ticket. It's ours, Charlie. I've got a golden sun up in the sky. Yes, from the 28th to the 2nd, uh, you can enjoy a variety of events, including music, spoken word, theatre, literature, circus spectacle, street and family shows and workshops. And we've got golden tickets to give away. This entitles each winner to attend as many events as you'd like with a friend, OK? And draw to artsfestival.ie for all of the details. So we're asking you to do the little bit of singing that you hear there in uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. We're asking you just to sing, I've got a golden ticket and they are coming in on 086-1800-658 this is from Michelle Mooney not sure whereabouts she is in the northeast, but she wants a golden ticket I want a golden ticket I want a golden ticket Love it. This is what I'm asking you to do. 086-1800-658. You can just, you know, say, I want a golden ticket into the WhatsApp as well. doesn't have the same effect, though, but I will accept it. 086-1800-658. There's the fine young cannibals. She drives me crazy. She drives me crazy. On LMFM's 11 to 1. Now, fans are going crazy. They are for Aslan because they are back. They are back performing. And not only that, they're celebrating 40 years of entertaining us and music and performance and all of that. So about a week or so ago, I caught up with Christy Dignam from Aslan. He's great Isle form. And so much so, it was a 20 minute interview, which of course I can't play the entirety here. You know what I mean? But he was very generous with his time and I will put the full interview up on lmfm.ie a little bit later on. But we are going to bring you a snippet of that interview about uh, his chats about the band and how they got started, about how it feels to be back on stage. There is a little backstage story in there as well. And of course, I asked him some silly questions as well. That's all coming your way after these. 11 to 1. 
They took their name from the heroic line in C.S. Lewis's series of books chronicling the fictional land of Narnia. And as time goes on, this name becomes even more fitting for the band who emerged from working class Fingless to become one of the biggest Irish bands ever. Despite hardships along the way, they continue to battle on, performing for their legion of fans around the world. This year, they're celebrating 40 years of writing and playing music and uh, they have an extensive Irish tour, including dates in Drogheda, Dundalk and Monaghan. I'm delighted and honoured to speak to a hell of a front man who, despite many hardships, picks himself up and keeps going. He's a true legend of Irish music. Christy Dignam is on the line. How are you doing, Christy? How are you doing? Good, I'm doing good. Good, good, good. I mean, Christy, 40 years. That is an incredible milestone. How are you feeling about it? It's just a bit weird, you know, because I remember when I went to Australia in 1979, I went to my girlfriend at the time, had family over there, and we loved over there. So basically, when we said we go back to Ireland, we give Aslan a year, and then we come back here and kind of start our family, get married and start our family in Australia and stuff. So, you know, 40 years later, here we are. <laughs> the Australian dream never quite worked out, but I think you got no. a hell of a good uh, alternative in this. But, you know, you started out, as you say, you know, early 80s, you know, there was uh, incredible times, exhilarating times. There's been breakups, makeups, ups and downs. It's been a hell of a journey. Yeah, it's a bit of a roller coaster, but, you know, it, it should have was it was boring, you know, nobody'd want to do it, you know. Well that's it. Yeah, but it has been up and down, Jesus. We've had some um I mean we had a plane crash, we had drug addictions, cancer, we've had everything, everything. But uh, look we're still going. That's what can I say? That is the testament of of this band. So bring me right back then. How did it actually come about all those years ago? Well, we are playing around we are we were playing around Dublin, you know, doing kind of small gigs, and there was a band at the time called Les Enfants who were um, and we were playing this place in, in Dublin, and we were upstairs and they were downstairs, and I remember the following the following Monday, I seen that this, this band had got, got signed a huge record deal, so I, at the time I was working for Telecom Aaron, and Joe the guitarist were working for Telecom Aaron. And we felt that because we had these jobs, they were kind of robbing us of the hunger to succeed with Aslan because we couldn't have the jobs to fall back on if Aslan didn't yeah. happen. So we went in the next day and we just said to everyone, look, we're leaving our jobs. Who's leaving our jobs? Now, at the time, we'd about, it was about an eight-piece. You had keyboards, saxophones, percussionists. So we ended up then down to about a four-piece. And then eventually we got Billy in then, uh, and that's how it became a five-piece. That's how the whole thing kind of evolved at the beginning, you know. And like, it was a bold move because you're talking about Ireland in the 80s, Christy. To have a job with Telecom Erin was fairly set for life. Absolutely. That was bold, really, wasn't it? My dad, ne- my dad never forgave me oh. because it, to, to him, it was, you're giving up a pensionable job. And he said, what's hard my knees? You're giving up a pensionable job. <laughs> you know, so, but because as you say, at that time, though, it, I mean, it was, it was tough. You know, I don't think it's hard for anybody that hasn't lived through the 80s to understand how tough it was, but it was, it was very tough. But that was it. I mean, as I said, we had those jobs to fall back on. So, you know, it was robbing us, you know. Yeah, you we had the had hunger. To, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because there was times with Aslan where we had, as you were saying, where we might have a little kind of, something might happen, you know, a bit of a downlift. For instance, we, we had a time there where a record company kind of had promised they were going to sign us and then didn't. Now, most bands would kind of give up at that stage, you know, because we had nothing to 
Like we only had Aslan, we didn't have anything else. We had to make a succeed, so that that kind of kept us going. Yeah, it put the fire in the belly, and you know, as you, as you rightly mentioned there as well, you know, all the different ups and downs, trials and tribulations, even going through the eighties. Um, you know, but can we talk a little bit about how you're feeling health wise? Because you know, as you mentioned yeah. there, going through the the sickness and everything. I mean, you know, how are things going for you today? You know, as I'm talking to you. Yeah, well, so. I have I have a thing called amyloidosis. It's it's the same condition that Martin McGuinness passed away from. So it, it's a kind of like a blood disease. Now I've had it for the last eight years. So I'd go to the to the Royal Free in London, which because it's a centre of excellence for the, for amyloidosis for the condition I have, and I was over there in October. So the last two chemo's I did, I only got a partial response to instead of a full kind of full on response. So we were asking the, the consultant, how come that, you know, I was only getting partial responses to the last two chemos? And he said, well, look, you have the condition now eight years. He says, so your body is resisting any treatment that we, we try on you, you know, and that's, that's what happens. So I'm, I'm, at the moment, I'm okay, but, you know, it's kind of, it, it can be very worrying, you know. Mm, mm, absolutely, it really can. And like, I mean... You know, I mentioned there in the opening about Aslan the Lion, which is such a cool name for a band, but I think a lot of people would certainly see you as this, Aslan the Lion, because you seem to pick yourself up and carry on. Do you feel like Aslan the Lion some days? Or some no, days? you know what it is? I mean, people say that. I'd be kind of embarrassed when people say that, because any person on earth is going to, you know, wants to survive. You know, that's, that's one of the main instincts we have in us is to survive. So, you know... I remember I used to be in NA Narcotics Anonymous years ago, you know, when I came off the drug force. And I remember they used to, they used to have a saying in there that people would come in with all their troubles in a bag to swap them with somebody else, you know. So we'd all come into a meeting and we'd all have our, whatever our problems were in the bag. And we'd say, well, no, today I'm going to swap all my problems and I'm going to take somebody else's problems. And, and by the end of the meeting, you'd say, Jesus, I'm going to keep my own problems. Because when, when you listen to other people's problems, sometimes they're twice as bad as yours, you know. So nobody, nobody gets an easy ride in this life. Everybody's, it's tough for everybody at different times in their lives. So that's it, you know. I don't, yeah, I don't think that I, I, don't, I don't think there are many different than anybody else really in that respect. And you know, as as you say, you're you're continuing on. You're back doing what you're doing best. You know, you're you're the Irish tour. It's kick started at this stage, has it? Yes, we started in Belfast uh, two two weeks ago, I think, and we're in uh, and we went to Galway. We're in Carlo this we're Carlo now tomorrow, and then. Uh, we're kind of going right around the whole country. So the whole thing ends then in the Tree Arena in September. Yeah, and you're coming to Dundalk in May, yeah. May 14th. And was it like the first gig back? Was Did you blow the roof off the place, did you? Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. So we, we, we started a song, one of the songs, we started the set, sorry, we started set with a song called Gotta Make It. So basically oh, the brilliant. band go out, they go out and they kind of start the song and then halfway through the song, I'll come out and join in and, and I couldn't even hear the band. Like the crowd was screaming that loud. <laughs> I couldn't even hear the band. It was amazing. I mean, it's, it's that kind of stuff that spurs you on when you're when you're when you're uh, performing. And when you don't have that, it just lacks something, you know. It lacks that fire, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, um, you've played so many shows, so many different people all over the world. No doubt, Christy, you have some backstage stories that you could share. Are there any though that are good for radio that stand out for you over the forty years? <laughs> any which? Have you any sort of backstage stories like kind of, you know, give me behind the scenes stuff that would have happened over the years that stand out yeah, for you? Well, I'll tell you one, right? So 
years ago we played with Bowie and Slane, right? Oh, so when, when we played when after the gig, we went to a place here in Dublin called the Pink Elephant. They used to be the kind of trendy bar at the time, the nightclub that used people used to go to. So we went in and Bowie and, and, and all, were, were kind of, all the bands that played in Slane were in there. So Billy had gone over to Bowie that day to try and get an autograph. And yeah, Bowie had two, these two big uh, minders around, two big um, ex-Marine heads, you know. So they stood up and kind of waved the finger at Billy, like, get away, you're not coming near and kind of thing. So that was that, you know. We were kind of a bit disappointed because we, we, we kind of played with them earlier on that day. So then about a few years later, then Bowie was playing down here in, in Dublin, he was playing in the, in the tree arena. And there was a party on after the gig, and we went to the party. So we went, I was talking to Bowie after the gig, and I said to him, I, I told him that story, you know, I said, well, really, you know, I said, one of the lads is really upset with you one day. I said, you played with it in Slane, and blah, 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 you tried to get an autograph, and, you know, and he was saying at that time, it was kind of, it wasn't long after um, uh, John Lennon had been assassinated, he'd oh, only been assassinated okay. a couple and he was an Englishman over here during the height of the Troubles. Right. You know, and he said he was really paranoid about being in Ireland at the time. And that's why... That, that's, that's a good story. And so Billy never got the autograph then, even years later, no, did he? Didn't, ah, no. poor Billy. Yeah. Uh, okay, so before I let you go, Christy, I have to ask you, because I uh, I have a kind of a thing that I do in the show. It's Sinead Asks Celebrity Silly Questions. You up for this? Yeah. Okay. So the first question I have for you, Christy, what's in your pockets right now? Right, uh, yeah, pods, the keys to the house, a pawn ticket. <laughs> 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 That's it. Uh, who is the last person that you texted? Uh, Jesus Christ, last person I texted. Oh, the manager, I had to text about this interview. Ah, lovely. She's keeping you on, on, on track there, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Pineapple on a pizza, yes or no? Yes. Absolutely. Oh, Christy. Not one of them weirdos, are you? Oh, yeah. That's it. Uh, <laughs> uh, who's your secret celebrity crush? Uh, oh, God. Oh, God. I like a woman, Zapparelli, you know, off the end, dancing with the stars. Very good. Nice. Oh, that's and, that, and that's no another reason for you to go <laughs> dancing with the stars. Yeah, I'm I'll have one of those dancing <laughs> with the stars romances. <laughs> uh, what song would have you run into the dance floor? Uh, Dexy's Midnight Runner. Oh yes, yes, Come brilliant. On, Come on, Eileen. Uh, what's yeah. the strangest thing a fan has ever said or done to you? I was down in Killarney there about a year ago, right? And this bloke walked up to me and says, do you remember me? And I'm looking at him and going, not really, no. 1988, the red jacket. And I'm looking at him, are you fucking me? <laughs> Sorry, but... So apparently I'd met this guy in 1988 and I had a red jacket on me and he was saying, don't be looking, pretending he can't remember. I'm looking at this dog, are you fucking me? 1988, I can't remember last week, let alone 1988. <laughs> Fans are mad, aren't they? They're mad people altogether. Oh, they're great, though, yeah. <laughs> and okay. what is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Uh, enjoy life. It's a good yeah. one. It's a simple but great one. And I think you're a man that enjoys life. Christy, it has been such a real pleasure. Thank you so much for chatting with me. Not at all. Really looking forward to seeing Aslan come into the Northeast Fairways Hotel in Dundalk, Friday, May 13th. Christy, thank you so, so much for joining me. The continued success with the, with the band. Cheers, thanks.
There you go, Christy Dignam. I do have an extended version of that where he talks about Dancing with the Stars and more kind of backstage stories and more about Aslan. For uh, fans who want to check it out, I will have it on lmfm.ie later on. You can get all the details for the tickets, ticketmaster.ie. They're in the Fairways Hotel on May 13th. Going to take a quick break and we're back with Crazy World. 11 to 1. Oh, it's great. Aslan, 40 years of music. 13th of May in the Fairways Hotel in Dundalk, Ticketmaster.ie for all the ticket details. And as you can hear from Christy, they are still flying it. They really are. Absolutely brilliant. Now, um, something that I want to chat about on the programme today, because this is coming up on Friday the 29th. It is Go Purple Day. And I did mention this at the start of the month. But uh, Go Purple Day is to raise awareness for domestic violence and to raise raise much needed vital funds. So Women's Refuge uh, around the country need our help, particularly in our local area here. So um, Mead Women's Refuge and support services have reached out to us to ask us to promote Go Purple Day. So they're asking people on Friday to wear purple. So you can wear purple and donate. Simple as that. Uh, you could organise a fun outdoor 5k run or walk with your friends or family and each people given a donation. Maybe you can have a coffee morning with your colleagues, you know, in person because we're getting back to the office or virtually as well. Maybe a table quiz, uh, some five-a-side football with friends or neighbours, anything at all like that. If you're a business owner, you can donate as well and and wearing the purple. The list is endless. They would love you to get involved in all of this. Okay, so it's happening on Friday. Go Purple Day. And they're encouraging everyone to make a donation to Mead Women's Refuge and Support Services. So you can do that on uh, www.dvservicesmead.ie forward slash donate. Uh, okay, so or, or or they have an I donate page as well. So if you go into I donate and uh, just search for Go Purple Day, every little bit helps for these people because, as we well know, uh, domestic violence is on the rise. We were shocked by the figures that were on the increase, of course, due to lockdown. These people really need our help, and um, you know, we every little small bit that you can donate or or give or raise awareness by wearing the purple is so appreciated uh, to them. So that's happening Friday, the twenty ninth of uh, April. And uh, also, uh, this is happening tomorrow. Drogheda and District Chamber they are holding a human resources briefing. It's happening Thursday at one thirty p.m. Chamber President Robert Murray is going to be joined by Adair Human Resources to discuss recent developments in the area of HR. Session is free to members and non-members. For more details, you can check out Drogheda Chamber. .ie or you can contact Brenda. She's Brenda at drawhadachamber.ie. Now let's t- get to the job search. LMFM Job Search. With thanks to LMFM Online. Check out the latest Northeast news, sport and entertainment on lmfm.ie. EasyDell parcel delivery requires an experienced sales executive. Please send your CV to jobs at easydell.ie or check the website easydell.ie. Linmac Auto Navin requires a fully qualified mechanic. You can apply by emailing linmacauto at gmail.com or you can check out Linmac Auto Navin Facebook page. Cookstown Dairy Services are looking for an experienced service engineer and also an experienced installation engineer. You can apply by sending a CV to jobs at cds.ie or visit Cookstown Dairy Services website cds.ie. Uh, Horizon Accounting requires a full-time experienced bookkeeper in the Mead, West Mead area. To apply, please email Mary. She's mary.losty, so L-O-S-T-Y, at horizonaccounting.ie or check the website horizonaccounting.ie. 
Experienced childminder required to mind a seven-month-old and a two-year-old child in the Minder's own home in the North Drogheda area starting in August. If you're interested, please text only 086 073 2972. That's 086 073 2972. And don't forget, all of the details of those jobs can be found in our local job section on lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search. Yes, we're giving away a golden ticket to the Drada Arts Festival for you and a friend. You can go to as many events as you like. We were asking you to sing a little. I've got a golden ticket for us. And this is coming in from Mary Rice in Drada. I got a golden ticket. Yes, I've got one. Yes, you do have one, Mary Rice in Drogheda. You are going to be going along to a host of different events happening for Drogheda Arts Festival and all of the details can be found drogheadaartsfestival.ie. That is a lot on the show for today. Thank you so much for your contribution as always and to all the guests. I'll leave you with another song about chocolate. You know, we can only mourn the loss, can't we really? Here's you too. Have a great day. 11 to 1. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.